You know the show starts when I do this. Welcome uh, to Sony Pop! <laughs> Hello, Aaron. I'm Jake. I'm the cute one. <laughs> I am the one that yaks, clearly. Um, so this is our episode of Sody Pop. We're doing the Animaniacs. Um, it is probably the most pop culture thing going around right now. I mean... Good lord, what haven't they covered so far? It's I mean, back. Animaniacs, yeah, it's, what was it, 22 years it was gone? And now it's back? From 98, so 22, yeah. Yeah. Rob Paulson, Jess Harnell, and Tress McNeil are back, as well as Maurice LaMarche, and yeah. a couple others, right? So many people. It's a lot. I mean... So, what have you been uh, consuming this week? Oh, we're jumping right into it? Culture. Well, clearly... I've been consuming the Animaniacs, and the wife and I were watching that. Um, trying to think here. Not not a whole lot of pop culture stuff that I've been doing lately. Kind of just been sucked up in other things that aren't... It's Christmas time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really been doing a whole lot. We've kind of been not distracted, but just busy with other things. I mean, you know, typical watching anime stuff, but... Um, Have you watched any Christmas movies? Not yet, no. I have a full list of like 20 Christmas movies that the wife and I have to watch, but we haven't gotten to that yet, so I told her, I'm like, we have a lot of movies to catch up on, I just don't know when she's going to want to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, Comics? I haven't read any comics lately. The last I read was the Batman, uh, the Three Jokers that I told you about mm-hmm. in the last episode. Um, I think that might have been two, two episodes ago. Was it? Was it that long ago? We'll have to get a fact checker. Yeah. But yeah, no, I haven't had anything really besides Animaniacs and then Naruto and... Yeah, I think that's about it. Nothing crazy in my life. Nothing real pop culture feeling this week, unfortunately. What about you? Animaniacs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's probably a little over a week ago, but uh, I started How I Met Your Mother again. Oh, you watched that again? Yeah. Okay. And Firefly. Oh, you watch Firefly? I'm starting to, yeah. Where did you watch that? It's on Hulu. Is it really? Oh. I think. Well, I guess I know what I'm watching tonight then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, do you know who, oh, you don't know it yet, but keep an eye out for a young Zac Efron. In Firefly? In Firefly. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Last time I watched it, I probably didn't know who Zac Efron was. And then you watch it, you're like, is that Zac Efron? Yeah, he's so young. Like pre-high school musical, young. Whoa. Yeah. So he's like he a plays, little little baby. He plays the younger version of one of the characters. Oh. All right. I'm guessing Nathan Fillion's character. No. No? Oh. Wow, that's who I would have guessed, but... No. All right, well... And so that, and then I watched, uh, for Christmas, Trapped in Paradise. You ever seen that one? I have not. All right. Dana Carvey, John Lovitz. Okay. Nicholas Cage. What? Christmas movie. Is it good? Yes. They got a lot of big names in that one. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Okay, so hold on real quick. Christmas movie. A friend and I were in a debate. Is Die Hard yes. a Christmas movie? Yes, if you want it to be. Okay. Any well, movie that you want to be a Christmas movie is a Christmas movie. Okay, but that's a terrible argument. But like, would you say Gremlins is a Christmas movie? If you want it to be your Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you can say that. But, I mean, the movie literally takes place on Christmas. I mean, it's a Christmas present. But my friend swears up and down that it is not a Christmas movie. 
It's, it's all personal preference in my, my idea because uh, if, if we're talking like, is it made for Christmas? It takes place at Christmas. Yes. Lady and the Tramp has two Christmas scenes because Lady is a gift at Christmas and they have puppies at Christmas at the end. Is that a Christmas movie? Mm, no. Okay. okay. I get what you're saying. If you want to make it a Christmas movie, you could say it as technically, but... Were the people who made it, would they define it as... Like, I, I, I say any movie is, is two genres. Okay. You get to choose. Like, uh, think about uh, Shaun of the Dead. Comedy horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Actually. Romance comedy. Yeah. No, Gremlins wouldn't be Gremlins Christmas. would be horror Christmas? No. No, Krampus is a horror Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Die Hard? Do you think action Christmas? No. No. But I don't think anything other than action, so... Action suspense, I would say. Really? Maybe I, not yeah, suspense. I, no, I not get what you're saying with the suspense, though, but not really super Action heist. That's what you, I would Yeah, do. okay, okay. So, it it's... But I'm not going to, like, limit that. Like, but if, if you're you, going at the rule of twos, then... Yeah, but, yeah. like... It's not made to be a Christmas movie, but any movie, like if I watch Aliens every year at Christmas, it's going to be my Christmas movie. That's okay. I get what you're saying there. Well, he was saying that it's not like a Christmas movie. I'm like, but technically you could say it is because it takes place during Christmas. It's a Christmas gift and everything like that. Although he didn't have a good point. Like one flaw with it is you can't get them wet. Snow is wet. So he's like, you. He's like, that's a terrible time to get it. But he's like, that thing goes outside and you're screwed. That's here in Wisconsin. I mean, California, you yeah, don't get anything. True, you got a point there. But in the movie, there's snow. So clearly, you know, he's in that Midwesty area, and he's like, he's like, it's such a plot hole. He goes, you take that thing outside and you're screwed. So, but I don't know. That's enough on Gremlins. That was just something we talked about not too long ago. So. I thought I'd see what you had to say about it. Yeah. <clears throat> it's more of my feelings on Christmas movies. What's a Christmas movie, but... Yeah. I, I like the rules of two, though. That makes sense. Would you put it in that section of two? Mm-hmm. I and mean, You wouldn't take it out of horror sci-fi, so... <sighs> Deep breath. I'd I don't actually know. call it family horror or something like really? that. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's not really a scary movie. I get the horror, but it's like a little kid horror. It's not like... Mm-hmm. And adults gonna watch me like, oh my god, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's like I just watched. Oh, I recently watched the house with the clock on its walls. Is it good? It's okay. It's it's family it's horror. The Jack Black. That's why I was right? thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Family horror. That is definitely like family appropriate horror. There's like yeah pumpkins, like evil pumpkins. It's it's almost goosebumps too. Even that's though- what it, that's what I was thinking. Everyone and everyone online was like. So he's just redoing Goosebumps again, and it's like, no, it's different. Which is but because he didn't do Goosebumps too. Like yeah. it came out the same year as Goosebumps too, but he wasn't even in Goosebumps too. Yeah. So it's his version of Goosebumps too. <laughs> so we have an episode. We're just going to kind of talk about Animaniacs. You know, stuff we like, stuff we didn't. Uh-huh. I guess. I mean, the second part is pretty short for me. I don't really stuff hate anything. You didn't like, yeah. So, have you uh, noticed our audience? I did. Do you see a theme? So, with the figures we put today, we have the ninth Doctor from Doctor Who, an Assassin's from Assassin's Creed, Doc and Marty, and Trunks from Future uh, from Dragon Ball Z. So, I know Back to the Future just celebrated an anniversary. 
Assassin's Creed released a new game. It's it's much simpler. Oh, it's much simpler. Yeah. No. What is it? So what is like the main theme of Back to the Future? Time. Oh, you're doing a time travel yep. thing. Trunks yeah. is your uh, time travel Dragon Ball Z. You got the doctor. And this is, you know, it's not exactly time travel, but they conscious. Yeah, time it's kind of time travel-ish for Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because we're traveling back to 1993. Back before I was even born. Yeah. So The good old days. <laughs> before I was a thing. So, I actually didn't grow up watching Animaniacs. My parents never introduced it to me. Uh, Lily showed it to me probably two or three years ago. She showed it to me two or three years ago, back when it was like originally put on Hulu. And I just kind of fell in love with it. I was like, oh my goodness, this is hilarious. I mean, I'd already known of Pinky and the Brain, and I'd heard of Animaniacs, but I never watched it. And then seeing it for the first time on Hulu, I was like, oh, this is actually really funny. And then I found out that Tress McNeil voiced Dot. And I didn't know who Jess Harnell was. The guy who voices Wacko, I didn't know who he was. But I then found out Rob Paulson, my favorite voice actor ever greatest human being in my opinion voiced yakko and pinky and i almost died i was like oh my god this show is a 10 times better now and then you learn about maurice lamarche playing brain and nancy cartwright playing mindy and all these other people and you're like holy crap this show's got a lot and so who's who what it's a who's who of voice actors. Honestly, Steven Spielberg got everyone for it. But like I said, I didn't grow up with it. So I never knew about this as a kid. So I only got to see it as an adult. So I kind of got all the jokes right away. I didn't get to watch it with fresh eyes as a kid. Watch it again as an adult and go, oh, I never caught that joke as a kid. So I never got to experience that. But at the same time, I don't really have to watch it as a kid to enjoy it. Because it's literally made for adults and kids alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the episode we were just watching. They, the, they we re we rewatched the first episode, mm-hmm. um, and uh, in the song, the reboot it, renew it uh, uh, song, yeah. uh, as they're playing in the background, they they talk about appropriating, and like they straight up do old boy, like talk about old boy and how that's taken from the Koreans, and like that movie is in no way like. Should any kid watch that movie? It's it's like violent. It's it's about like a guy getting revenge by making someone sleep with his daughter. What? Are Old you serious? Boy. Like I've it's never a well done this. film. But like the guy's revenge. I've yeah. never seen this. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I need to watch that. And like clearly the show isn't just for kids. Cause no little kid, like my siblings, my sibs, wouldn't get the Donald Trump jokes. But as a 23-year-old adult, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious because I know all this. <clears throat> they, they even reference it, like, in the show. They're like, you know, I think it was Yakko says, like, you know, make your first words memorable, but not something that, like, extradites the, your, your dad's animaniacs because he's a key demographic because they know who's watching the show. And so they have it so it's kid show, but at the same time, you're like, oh, this isn't for kids. There's some... It's much smarter. Yeah. And Pinky references a few adult things. And was it the first Pinky in the Brain they did for this new season? Yeah, because it was the memes one. Yeah, with the internet and stuff. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it was it's a great rewritten show in my opinion. I mean, I'm I love it. So what were we talking about? I Animaniacs. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were making a point, and I completely ran away with it. I rambled way too much. That's all right. We'll just keep going. Yeah. So, oh, like I, uh, what I was saying was that I learned about it as an adult, so I never got to watch it with fresh eyes. And I only got to watch it as an adult, so it was a little different. But you grew up with the show. You actually got to see it as a younger kid and then kind of grow up with it and then rewatch it as an adult. Right? Yeah. So yeah. What, what's the difference of watching it as a kid and then watching it as an adult versus only getting to experience it as an adult like I did? Why wasn't it C93? So I was 11. So, like, I was starting to get some of the jokes, yeah. but they're, like, some of the more subtle jokes. I didn't know that the whole fingerprints thing, the joke that in the original, uh, like, I didn't catch that the first time around. Um, but, I, I mean, I just loved the, the humor of it, like, the, uh, like, every little bit uh, going from the good idea, bad ideas, and just the the cartoonish style with, like, I, I started to get some of the the grown-up humor but not yeah. the, quite the adult humor at the point like i would have caught the the pinky joke about like what do you do in the in like yeah. what do most people do on the internet um but yeah like i can't say i remember which one yeah but like as an 11 year old you would have maybe gotten that one but like yeah and it went through 98 so i was so yeah in 98 like it went all the way through 98 which was i think i was still watching it even though i was 16 at the yeah. time um we rarely had cable as a youngster so it was he kept with the good stuff it, it was that was thing too like it wasn't like hidden in nickelodeon or anything like that it was it was it was big it was, it was big. huge it was steven spielberg yeah he's doing a cartoon i remember like kind of knowing who steven spielberg was and like just the idea of him like going into cartoons was was weird like he made the, the guy who made a T and Jurassic and Park, Jurassic Park Jaws and, and, yeah. and he's doing a cartoon and you're like, what, what is he doing? But then you watch and you're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. So it, you, I mean, so it's pretty much kind of the same thing, but not very much different of you kind of got the jokes when you were younger. Cause I mean, you said, like you said, you were like 11. Mm-hmm. So you knew some of the jokes, but watching it again, you're like, oh, okay. And you yeah. kind of get it more and more now. I knew, yeah, I, you could tell it was more adult. I might not yeah. have gotten everything, but but it was no, a thinking man's cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> it's a classy man's cartoon. So it's a fine twenty-two year. <laughs> this one's a ninety-three. <laughs> it's aged pretty well. <laughs> it's like a fine cognac. Yeah, <laughs> Con- cognaco. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! Don't shoot me with that pun gun. Don't, don't <laughs> shoot me with the pun gun. So, um, the new, the new seasons of an or new season of animated because the new one, like second season, is already planned, but it hasn't been anything released about it. Yeah, they're probably making it right now. W- what did you think of the new season? Did you like it? Was there anything you didn't really like, or anything you're like, gosh, I wish I wouldn't have done that? Uh, not, not, no wishing that they didn't do anything like more wishing that they brought some of the stuff back like what like i mentioned earlier the uh i rewatched the original and uh i mentioned the good idea bad idea yeah like, i missed those little 
in between clips a little more. Lily liked the uh, Wheel of Morality. Yeah. She was expecting to see that make a comeback. But At I least mean, once or twice. Who's to say that they won't, you know, in season two or whatever? I was surprised that they didn't do like the Good Feathers or Buttons and Mindy or anything I think like that. The Good Feathers might be the whole. The whole thing is a little outdated for the younger generation. Yeah, true. Um, and like they kind of said, their whole thing is trying to be like gender balanced, pronoun neutral, and ethically diverse. Yeah. I mean, so they're kind of you know changing it instead of doing you know mafia pigeons. You know, they'll maybe make up something else. It's kind of one of those things where they didn't bring in you know slappy and all that, but it's kind of one of those things where at the same time you're like, that's not what I missed about the show. I liked. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, you know, Pinky and the Brain, those are their big ones, so why wouldn't they bring those back? Yeah. I I think, you know, a a few of them would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, They bring back Chicken Boo, but I wasn't huge into Chicken Boo because it's the same joke mostly every... Yeah, but with Chicken Boo, they also showed off Good Feathers and Slappy and... Yeah. I'm just saying... What was her nephew's name? Slap... Or Skippy and Slappy. Skippy, thank you. Yeah, and you saw them all there... But it's one of those things where they didn't talk or do anything, but you like you saw them on, you're like, oh, I recognize them. I mm-hmm. recognize them. And so, I mean, in that sense, you know, it's kind of like they're not pandering, but like, hey, look, you know, we still technically have all the characters, but they didn't do anything with them. They killed them off. That's they, what they did. <laughs> tech- well, no, because didn't they all fight Chicken Boo then? Am I, I remembering that wrong? They may be. I don't know, but so was there anything you really didn't like about the new episodes? I mean, I thought, honestly, I don't think there was anything I didn't like. I thought it was all just kind of hilarious. Yeah, no, no, no complaints. No complaints? That is the highest praise I can give anything. So it's the highest praise you can give a show, huh? It's the highest praise I can give anything. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. Um, I thought the music was actually really good. I didn't think like any of the songs were really kind of like, ugh, why are they doing a song here? They were all pretty well written and <clears throat> excuse me. I saw a lot of comments online of people saying like, oh, you can really hear the age difference in the actors. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they were, they were grown adults back then. Yeah, people are like, oh, you can definitely hear that Rob Paulson is older now. It's like, what? He sounds the exact same. And people were it like, might be, yeah, it might be slightly different, but go watch Futurama season one, Futurama season two. The or watch Simpsons change. season one and Simpsons season three and five. And he, that Dan Kestner changed it literally all the time. Homer's mm. voice grew and grew and grew. Like, you're going to hear, though, like, if you, if you haven't watched it in 22 years and you hear their voices, um, for the first time in those 22 years, you're not going to be like, oh, that's not Yakko. Like, you yeah. know exactly that that's Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yeah, and they, I don't think they sound different at all. I mean, Tress McNeil doesn't sound different. Jess Harnell doesn't sound different. Rob Paulson doesn't sound, They all sound the same that they did in the original show. I, I didn't think that, oh, they definitely sound 22 years older. Yeah. I was like, they already know how to do the voices. Why would they change it now? Yeah, at, at most it's it's the fact that they haven't done it in 22 years. Yeah, so like even with muscle memory, it might take a, yeah. a little bit before they find the voice again. But I don't think they really lost him. I thought it was spot on still. I thought it sounded fine. I mean, Lily bought me a Rob Paulson uh, autograph for Christmas. I was telling you about this. 
And throughout the signings, you know, he was going, he was like, if a person's name was Alexis, he's going, hello, Alexis, with the Yakko voice, and then, you know, signing it and doing the voices. And he sounded just like Pinky while he was doing it, and he did Carl Weezer, and he didn't lose the voices, and he didn't sound any different. Yeah, Jimmy Neutron, did you ever watch that show at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did Carl Weezer in the live stream at 60-something. I don't know how old Rob Paulson is. But he acts like he says he's so old, but he's really not. But he, he you know, doesn't sound different just because he hasn't done a Jimmy Neutron show in, you know, 10-plus years. He doesn't lose the voice, and he doesn't sound different. It's a voice that he can control. Mm-hmm. It, and Tress McNeil can switch between Dot and... Oh my God! Who are all the people she does on The Simpsons? I mean, you know, she can jump through them all, and they don't sound different. Cause... Crazy cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I think of. Like, it, that is the definition I think of Tress McNeil's voice in my head. Doesn't she do like the weird? Not she's not a cat lady, but she does do like Crazy Lady on Futurama yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, she there's no like difference. You know, she has the ability to do it, and the age means nothing. You know. Yeah, age is just the number. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> do you like that one, Aaron? <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, like, your normal voice will change as you get older. Like, I didn't sound like this when I was six, you know, and you didn't sound like what you sound like when you were twenty-three. Your voice changes as you grow older, but doing that tweak to your voice to make it sound different, like a voice actor does. I don't think that will change with your voice changing, you know, because you have that control over it. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, what are these people talking about? Do they just, have they never actually watched the original? And so they just don't know what they're talking about or? I think some of it too could, I mean, it's it's all in their memories. It could be in the memories. It could be sound equipment. Sound could True. be better. Like, it, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it, back from 98 to 2020, you know, yeah. stuff's definitely changed. I mean, audio could, could have not aged well. I mean, it's not. Even digital, like they they might not have been using digital back then. Like, true, so it yeah. might sound differently when they uploaded it or converted it. Whatever you got to do. And I don't know if they filmed any of the audio in 2020 for the new season, but I mean, if they did, chances are they were doing it from home, so there could be that difference as well. But at the same time, if they're recording from home, it's not like the people in the studio setting the show up with the audio aren't going to be able to tweak it to make it sound like it's studio quality or whatever, you know? Oh, I'm sh- I, I bet you if you're a Rob Paulson type, you have your own studio. Oh, yeah. All, he... all of those, all of the main stars have their own, but I doubt they're doing it from home. No, he works from home lately, he's been saying. Okay. I've seen on his Twitter and Instagram stuff. That's still but, the job. Like, that is a job you could go into because you are literally in a soundproof booth, yeah. which means it's got to, you know... He's got a better studio than we have. I mean... Well, I'm just saying, like, soundproof could stop a... Uh, keep you six feet apart. And mm-hmm. also, you don't even need a face mask because... True. But at the same time, it's one of those things where they're like, why make you come in if you don't have to? So... Yeah. But, you know, working from home, like you said, it was somebody that talented and proficient in voice acting. Tress McNeil, Dan Kesselanetta... John DiMaggio, whoever you are as a voice actor, Billy West, you have to have your own recording studio at home, I feel. Like, how do you not? Your your, your job is your voice, and you don't have one at home. I feel like whether they use it or not, they would have it just because of who they are and what they do. Yeah. But, I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know. I'm not speaking for them. But I wonder if they met, if they do their own, like, 
uh, board work. Oh. So, I mean, they. I guess they would have to, but if they know Draw it enough, up and everything? Yeah, they're like, all right, let's tweak that. I w- oh, I wonder. Maybe they got, like, people that, like, will help them at home. Well, it's like like an, a lot of actors end up doing, you know, directing. Like, if they're a yeah. long time on a show, they'll direct a few episodes of the show. They'll eventually get into producing and writing and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of like I Ben Affleck see, did with movies yeah. and stuff like that. I can see voice actors getting into be, at least being able to know the... Yeah. The peripherals of their job you know learning how to tweak their soundboard and get their audio set to where they need it now we just got to work on that i mean I, I try i try my best to do the best audio quality i can trying to do the dog laugh from uh, uh Pis- penelope pit stop yeah mudley yeah i can't i can't do that laugh <laughs> gotta just close your mouth and <laughs> through the teeth yeah you got to practice these things if you want to be a voice actor i know i got to practice if i want to be a voice actor you i mean learn this trade before you move to la at least I, yeah well i didn't even say i am moving to la i just said it would be nice but at the same time if voice acting became a thing that you work from home from i wouldn't even have to move out to la but i mean it looks so nice out there but it's one of those things where I'm I'm trying to grow like my ability to control my voice and doing like vocal exercises and stuff like that and yet you still don't want to do karaoke. I <laughs> It's cuz I can't sing. I can't sing. Singing's so, got to be key. Do you know voice actor who probably can't sing like No, they all can all the, sing. Yeah, the good ones. I know, I know. I mean Seth MacFarlane started as a singer. Rob Paulson, he says he kind of started as a singer cuz his parents were singing. So it's one of those things where but like I don't know, I can't sing. I'm terrible. I've been getting better, Lily says, but I still think I'm terrible, but you should practice. You should have Lily sit down with the uh with her piano and go through some scales and stuff like that. Like that's that would help you cuz you're exercising your voice, you're yeah. learning to control it. I have one of those little pitch uh, wheels for like drums, so, like yeah. you, and then it does like the B sharp and all that. But I I, I lost that, so I don't know where it is. <laughs> I thought about taking that to work and just blowing it and trying to match the note. <laughs> yeah, do it on Christmas when you're just sitting there and yeah, when I got nothing them. going on at work, just toot. Uh, toot. Uh, toot. <laughs> But I mean, that's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying to grow my voice and I've been looking, you know, I, so I have that one friend I've told you about who's an artist, uh, Sage, the one that does the bean toes, that's his Instagram and stuff. He draws those comics and stuff that I really like. Mm-hmm. I was going to tell him that like, if you ever do a web comic or anything like that, I was like, hit me up. I would love to try to get some practice doing voices for your thing, but I don't know if he ever would, but it's one of those things where I'm not, I'm trying to, you know. Even if it's something small that I don't get paid for, just to practice talking and letting someone hear my voice and someone go, you know, that actually works for what I'm looking for. It's all I really want to do just to even start, you know, because yeah. it's all about just like Rob Paulson said when you were signing the autograph, he goes, even if you don't make a dime doing it, he goes, do it because you love it. And so I just I don't know. I want to get some practice somewhere. And I do think the podcast is a good start because yeah. You, you got to do like workouts too, though. I'm saying do that. Uh, find some like do the music, practice singing. Yeah, practice your diction and stuff like that because you know unique New York. Yeah, kind of stuff. 
start sound kind of red red leather yellow leather red leather yellow leather just start doing tongue twister kind of stuff yeah so you enunciate your words that's my problem is <laughs> don't want to be a mumble mouth yeah well i hate people who mumble oh well, i do mumble a lot they're the worst I really think they should go. So no. we don't like when people mumble and just talk. But <clears throat> the thing is, is I've noticed with Wisconsin accents too, is we really kind of slur our talk and slow it down. Yeah, we really slow down how we talk. And you guys are the worst. What do you? You're part of us. No, I'm not from Wisconsin. You, I, yeah, you were born in Texas and then moved up to Wisconsin immediately after. No. Oh, that's right. No, you grew up in... I'm uh, from the East Coast, boy. Yeah, that's right. You grew up in... Uh, was it Maryland? No. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean... So, yeah. T- I guess, technically, you've... No- I mean, so you've noticed from an outside perspective how Wisconsin's accents are rough. I mm-hmm. mean, we'll say eggs in a bag, and you're like, what in the world did you just say? And... What are you begging for? <laughs> eggs in a bag, dude. Eggs in a bag. Eggs. Mm-hmm. In a bag. Mm-hmm. It's a good way of showing how bad our accent is. Yeah. You're going to have that with some milk. <laughs> What's wrong with milk? <laughs> I don't say milk. Anyone who says milk is saying it wrong, and they know. know they're saying it wrong. But I've heard people. Here? Wisconsin, yeah, they say milk. Milk? Yes. I've never heard anyone say milk. You're lying to me. You're lying to me. But it's one of those, I've noticed, like... Every state has their own accent and everything, but I've noticed that this state is so lazy with their accent. We're so slurred and not mumbled, but just slurred and like real loose with our mouth when we talk. And I'm like, I need to learn how to control this because if I don't control this accent, I'm just screwed. Speak clearly. <laughs> I need to start sounding like the one guy from, uh, yo, I don't know his name, but from, uh, why can't I remember the show? Rick and Morty. No, not Justin Roiland. The uh, Twilight Zone. What was his name? You know what I'm talking about, though? Like how he talks? You know, yes. it's real slow and real precise and deep. And I'm like, I need to change myself to that. <laughs> I need to make it so people can understand me easily. Plus, you should, you should get that deep of a voice. I wish I had a deeper voice. Are you kidding me? My voice is too high, I feel. But then again... Not really. It has gotten deeper. I think from since you met me, my voice has gotten a bit deeper. Just growing older and Rod Serling. Rod Rod Serling. You found his name. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of one of the things I was thinking about, like with voice acting and stuff. Is like this the Wisconsin accent. You know, it works. Some people need a Midwestern accent like that. But at the same time, it's like you can't have this kind of accent and you know, only rely on a Midwestern accent. I got to, you know. Yeah, you got to be able to change. Not change myself completely, but be able to control it. Mm -hmm. Because I've noticed when I've tried doing impressions and stuff, like if I try doing a shaggy, it's still kind of a little loose with the Midwestern. I'm like, I got to change that a bit because that's not what he sounds like. So, you know, I'm working on it, but it's, we're getting way off topic from Animaniacs right now. We're going on a full tangent of voice acting. People are, people are learning who we are. Yeah, true, true. It's kind of part of the whole ep- podcast is just, you know, people going to know us and us just sharing what we care about. So, the new Animaniacs is great. We're going back into this now. I'm jumping back. I'm getting off my tangent. The new Animaniacs I thought was great. The old is just as good. 
I thought Pinky and the Brain was hilarious in the new stuff. I thought it was really good. Yep. Although you said you didn't like the uh, new intro for Pinky and the Brain. You didn't like the new artwork they did for it? Yeah, it was a little too, like, 80s sci-fi retro techno kind of look. It was weird. You I don't know. It just wasn't as big a fan, huh? No. I like the old stuff. Not that, like, that's the reason I didn't like the new one. Yeah. And just the style. Just an aesthetic. Just a little different for you? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think here. I can't yeah, remember his still, name. They still do good. Uh, the new Picking in the Brains. I, I used to love Picking in the Brain. Um, I think, I think I liked them equally, if not more than maybe. Okay. Just the animatics and whole. Uh, cause they had, they went, they spun themselves off. So you liked Picking in the Brain in the more, day. huh? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I really like Animaniacs. I love Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. So, as you were saying, um, we were talking about this earlier. Yakko is by far my favorite of the three, like, Warner siblings. Because, Uh aside from it being Rob Paulson, I just love his kind of wit and humor that he has. With, like, the hello nurse and the goodnight everybody. And, uh, before he says stuff. I just, I don't know. I think it's hilarious. But you were saying you like Wacko because he's like the pure essence of cartoon. The what essence of cartoon? Pure. 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 Pure essence. P-U-R-E. Pure. 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 You're saying pure. Pure. Pure essence. Yeah, the pure yeah. essence of cartoon. He's the pure essence. That's what I'm saying. The pure essence. Yeah, you need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm just giving you a hard time. Trying to trying to make you aware of the words I, you're no, messing I'm well up. aware of how I mess up my words. <laughs> um, that's the thing too. Let's go back to accents. <laughs> that's the thing too about accents is uh, I got a story. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Like, you cannot hear it at all. Like you are thinking about it. Yes, maybe you can hear it, but you just caught yourself right there that you could not hear that you weren't saying pure. You were saying pure. Uh, I remember meeting these guys from Minnesota or no Missouri uh who like they just had that straight up southern accent and they were just like y'all talk funny like they said that to us like it was it was I was on a youth group trip and like we were all from Wisconsin yeah and they're like you're the ones who talk funny basically is what they're saying but they said like y'all talk funny (laughs) y'all talk funny yeah like we talk they said them like I remember them saying we talk like the people do on TV. Like, no, you do not. Like, <laughs> you don't sound like anyone from were, TV. <laughs> you were not going to be a news, newscaster. Yeah, you sound like the guys from the Jeff Foxworthy show. <laughs> All right. Back to Animaniacs. Yeah, he's the pure essence of uh, cartoon. Like, yeah. he, he's the guy who pulls out the hammer. He's the one who, like, eats the whole fridge, you know, yeah. in, in one swipe. He's uh, got the big Scooby-Doo sandwiches and stuff. He's the goofy, yeah, the super goofy one. Like, like Yakko is is kind of the witty and silly, and Dot's mm-hmm. cute and silly. But he's just like he's the one who's who whose eyes do the it thing, and that mm-hmm. it. he's the one that like you know anything gross happens, and he immediately swirly eyed, tongue drop out kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And his, if, if his tongue isn't already out, it's it's just hanging out <laughs> half the time. So, have you ever heard how Jess Harnell got the voice for Wacko? No. So, oh. he when he was auditioning, I heard him telling the story not too long ago. He was he went in for like a second audition, and he was doing impressions of characters and stuff. And someone was like, "Can you do the Beatles?" And he goes, 
which one do you want to hear? And they were like, there's a difference? And he goes, are you kidding me? Of course there's a difference in all four of them. So, you know, he did the Beatles, and he did John and Paul and George and Ringo, and he did them all, you know, in their different ways of speaking. You were doing George. It's the only one I can really try to emulate at all. But um, he did a Ringo, and, you know, Ringo's a bit deeper when he talks, and so they really like that. Yeah, He's, he's, he's a little more Midwest. And- he's, he's a little... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah, I guess. He's the Midwestern Beetle. He's the Midwestern Beetle. And so he talks real slow, and the person was like, we like that. And he, so he did Ringo, but he brought him up higher, and so that's how he got wacko. I can't go that high while doing the Ringo. I can't keep that British accent. But that's where wacko came from, was taking Ringo Starr and his slow dialect and just turning it up (laughs) i don't know where tress mcneil and rob paulson got theirs from but i did hear about where wacko came from and i i don't know i thought that was kind of interesting that his inspiration was just ringo star turned up on helium Mm -hmm. that's how you got to do it like i've heard troy baker talking about things like that like usually start with the baseline and then tweak it to your needs oh my god that man has so much talent oh my gosh he's so talented i love troy baker he's so talented (laughs) i mean troy baker i mean he's been able to do batman the joker he was bruce banner in uh the marvel avengers game yeah he doesn't do too many like out there stuff but he he goes the full range of like oh yeah your your male protagonist yeah i mean nolan north he's the kind of voice actor where like he doesn't have to change his voice he's got the voice that everyone wants he goes a little higher or lower but not like not like crazy like helium higher but like Mm -hmm. you know nathan drake to uh he's just got a smooth buttery voice that's why he gets so much work but nolan north yeah he's got that real smooth buttery voice where it's like people he has He's not, like, niche, but he's got that niche voice kind of where, like, everyone's like, oh, we know exactly what we need, and he fits that. Get him in here. And, I mean, that's to say that he can't, not to say that he can't change his voice, you know, for something else, but, like, he knows what he's got, and people know what he does really well that they want him for. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. it's, It's really nothing more necessary than just saying that nolan north is very impressive a voice actor with his voice of what he does but i mean you know people know that nolan north is going to be my deeper voiced smooth talking guy mm-hmm. but then people go all right we need someone who's a bit more high-pitched kind of crazy you know who do we got and then they go well we got rob paulson i mean he goes pretty high and i then everyone's like yes get him you know because he's got his range of what he does and what his like niche is and everyone's like that's what we need and so yep it's it's very off topic i don't know where i'm going with this you're trying to bring it back to animania i know we we can talk about the voice other voice actors who we saw we were looking up uh that we noticed that we like we filmed amars uh doing some voices yes. in here some fun once uh dietrich bader plays odysseus mm-hmm. yeah, that's another guy who can change his voice pretty good but he's definitely has a specific type because he's, yeah. he's got more of a gragly voice so he can do deep gragly or kind of higher gragly yeah um was a rachel mcfarlane the sister of seth mcfarlane she's in there she's come up probably because of her brother 
Oh, I mean, he's got quite a range on him, too. Yeah. Seth well, MacFarlane's crazy. I'm surprised he, they must not have gotten him in there. I don't know. I But, I mean... Well, Frank Welker, that was another one. That oh, really? kept recurring in the new new episodes. Who did he play? Uh, a lot of... He's Chicken Boo, which oh. I think he might have even done the original Chicken Boo. I would assume so, with how uh, yeah, they were doing do it. Any, he doesn't do any, like, the main ones of them. Oh, okay. Like, Chicken Boo is probably the most main one, but he's always <laughs> he's always in there. He seems he's like, like the he background had, guys and stuff. Yeah, seems okay. like he had a part in each of them. So, getting back to the Animaniacs and talking about that. By the way, real off topic, I found a podcast where all they do is talk about Animaniacs. And, like, I love the show, but I don't know if I could do an entire show, like, dedicated to it. Yeah, I mean, you could talk... Just in great detail about each little cartoon, not yeah. episode, but cartoon. But like my brain, how it works is like I would just spew everything out too quickly. Yeah. And that's why we're doing it an episode instead of a show, because I just I, I would be pumping out too much info for, you know, a whole show. It's just I talk too much. But <clears throat> yeah, next one, we'll have to possibly we're going to have to try to. Not that we don't love voice actors, but I feel like it all comes back to voice actors lately because we're trying to do the each episode yeah. has to take place with the next one. So how where do we go from here? Anime. We could. Oh my god, that episode was go. amazing. I loved that. Which anime. one? The one where it's like the cute anime or the the, the like battle intense anime? battle yeah. anime? I I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, they, they went double anime. They they definitely know what the meta is right now, and so they know what's popular and they definitely nailed it i feel and i think that's i think some of that that's i'm a little sad about i was looking at the I, trying to compare imdb's uh i had it on my phone so i kind of do tabs yeah and compare the writers and it looks like it's a lot of new writers mm-hmm. so that's good to keep the finger on the pulse but also that's like i didn't see anyone really re- reoccurring from uh previous and I don't really think that's horrible because it's like you said, it keeps the finger on the policy, bringing the new young guys that know what's popular, what people want to see. Yeah, these are probably guys who grew up on it, so they yeah. know the tone of the show. But then you kind of lose the hello nurse and all that. And... Yeah, I was going to mention that earlier when we were talking about cartoons, but hello nurse and Minerva Mink going to the wayside, yeah. not a huge uh, loss on that. Like, not that I didn't uh like them back in the day but don't act like you didn't have a crush on hello nurse i think i was more minerva make i'm not a, not a but um i think it's kind of one of those things though where like yeah you lose the original but at the same time it, it it's it's different you know it's not hello nurse minerva mink there wasn't a lot of dr von uh, scratch and sniff but yeah, I think just the one episode at the end the last episode mm-hmm. but at the same time you're kind of like I'm not really losing anything because even though they don't put those characters into the show, they fill it with so much other stuff that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't even miss it. You know, this was great as it was. You know, this was hilarious. Whether it was the Odyssey parody or the anime parodies that they did. or the It parody. The It parody. Oh, that one was funny too. You know, or the, the Russian one, the... I can't remember. The very meta, like Russians copying Yeah, show. One, I forget what it was called. They but, did that a couple times. Like there was one episode about it, but they like mm-hmm. mentioned Russia, like tampering yeah. with their their show a couple times because they said Russian bots are voting. Like, they almost yeah, they almost like built up to like that episode with 
<clears throat> how many references they talked about the Russians like yeah. spying on them or taking their votes. Or, exactly. And so, yeah. it, it you know, it's real meta with that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, with that kind of humor and all of that tying in, you're not like, oh, man, I really miss seeing Slappy and Skippy. It's kind of like, you know, this is hilarious. This is great for what they're trying to do with the new show. And so it's not really a big loss, in my opinion. And you're not like, oh, man, I really wish they would do the good feathers again. You're not like, it's really a bummer that it's not here. You're like, you know, I didn't even, you don't really need it. There's so much other stuff that they're mm-hmm. filling it in with that they're giving you so much, you know, quote unquote, bang for your buck that you're like, you don't need to fill it in with all this little sticky stuff because you got everything right there. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, personally, I thought it was kind of great as is, not trying to jam too much into one show anymore. It's more... Yeah, and so I think, uh, looking back, they needed the a lot of those because Pinky and the Brain spun off. So oh, they tried to keep... So like, big. They would still show up in Animaniacs, but mm-hmm. they tried to keep it as separate as possible so they could have enough material for picking yeah. as well um i'm glad that it's in every episode though yeah it would, it would feel kind of weird if you didn't have that like little break in the middle of pinky in the brain i feel because like they're so iconic and oh they give that they give those get some of the best lines i swear I, lily's favorite line from the new season i think is probably when they were in the uh, NSA, and Brain goes, Pinky, what, what did I say to you? And Pinky goes, well, Brain, you asked me if I was panthering, but you were panthering. We weren't. And Lily thought it was hilarious, because it just shows that even when he asked Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? He's just, he's gone and doesn't even know what he's going on there. And Lily thought that that was just the funniest thing ever. And so I was like... God, they really got this down. Like, these are hilarious. Because there's some skits, like, in the old show where you're like, ha, you know, that's real funny. But now, I was in tears on some of these episodes because... There's some good lines. Uh, That was the the one where he's running for office in this one. Yes. Um, I love the little segment where he's like... uh, so Pinky didn't didn't want to uh, lie, yeah. And and brains brain says the line something to the fact fact of a uh, uh, a lie is just uh, something like a, a, something. The truth is just a lie that hasn't been uh, repeated enough yeah. times. And they bring like Pinky says something else, and then brain repeats a lie is just or the truth is just a lie that hasn't been repeated enough times. He brings it back like two or three times and mm-hmm. then Pinky's just like all right <laughs> yeah exactly it becomes the I truth love that. yeah <laughs> and i think it, like they they had that that same kind of thing and uh catch me if you can yeah. have you ever seen that movie where he's <laughs> like if you say something three times people will just believe you like i'm an airplane pilot i'm an airline pilot i'm an airplane pilot yeah, and so then he was an airline yeah, pilot people believed him it, it, i don't know it's you know, they know what they're doing when they write it. They're not just doing one-off jokes. They're, here's our start of the joke. You're going to see it a lot, and it's going to pay off. Mm-hmm. And It takes a second. It's not just a one-liner. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I kind of like that kind of humor. I kind of like that, oh, it's going to build up, and it's going to pay off. I, the one-liners are always funny. There's never, like, a one-liner, really, that's like, oh, that sucked. You know, they got good one-liners. 
But those jokes that build and build and build, I think it's hilarious. And those get me like in tears laughing so hard that mm. Lily thinks I'm insane because I'm just dying on the couch. And she goes, wasn't that funny? I'm like, yes, it was. <laughs> but, you know, that's personally my kind of own opinion there. Yeah. I mean, they still have, they, they do have ones that aren't always as funny, too. But they do it in creative ways. Like, uh, there are times they don't say anything. There's that, that whole little skit where you see uh, Ralph's uh, security camera right mm-hmm. on him. And they just do, like, a whole little short. Mm-hmm. And they like, got, no like, the sound at all except for, Yeah, except for the, uh, like, the technology sound. The, the, the humming and humming. buzz. Yeah. Kind of like what you hear when you listen to our podcast, <clears throat> the computer. We should change our name to Hum and Buzz. <laughs> no, I think Sodi Pop works. Hum and Buzz kind of sounds like Hum and Tosh, doesn't it? Hum and Toshin. I don't know what that is, but sure. It's a food. German? Uh, I know it's like a Jewish kind of food. Oh. I don't know. Jewish I, German? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know exactly what it is. This is way off topic. I was going to talk to you about the voice acting. <sighs> off topic. That's another name for our podcast oh my gosh that is a hundred percent a name for our <laughs> podcast i was gonna ask you about the uh voice acting itself was there any one that you were like really impressed by that came back lily keep it down come on lillian why are you making noise um what what's the question <laughs> <laughs> was i impressed yeah <clears throat> like really impressed by any of the voice actors and that like came back we really impressed like oh wow like they sounded amazing or like wow that was really great and i mean no one in particular i thought it, they did a good job of picking up their where they left off mm-hmm. 22 years ago yeah um no one specifically stood out you you might because uh i'm guessing you're gonna say uh we just watched seth myers and like the second time dude that blew my talk mind about how, like are you sure that's not seth myers are you sure like it sounded, it sounded just, just like, like seth, seth myers. myers and like i i went on imdb multiple times to be like nope and like no seth myers they don't really have special guests they just have voice actors which I'm, i love like because yeah voice actors can do so much they're Why giving you... voice actors jobs that yeah. they're looking for but i don't know it blew my mind that it wasn't it sounded so much like seth myers yeah, it's like, yeah, like an exaggerated one, though. So, But at the same time, with it being exaggerated, it sounded just like him. And so, I mean, good Lord, it was that blew my mind. And then, of course, you know, Maurice LaMarche, Tress McNeil, Jess Harnell, Rob Paulson, they all sounded just like the originals. And I don't really think they skipped a beat on their voices and... I mean, I could go on and on about how much Rob Paulson's an inspiration to me and how if I even had just one thirty second of the talent he had, I'd be so happy because I cannot control my voice as well as everyone on that show. But, I mean, I don't know. It's just so impressive that some person can just make themselves sound like Seth Meyers so much or, you know, do this, that, or the other thing. And you're just like, how what where is this coming from and then you like you think about it and you're like oh, i could never do anything like that it's just i don't know it's crazy because i thought legitimately when lily and i were watching it for the first time i was like oh my god they got seth myers on the show and then you and i talked about it and you're like yeah jake that's not seth no, no and i was like what and then we watched it again and i was like are you sure that that's not seth myers and like you said you wikipedia or imdb and everything and it's not and i'm still blown away by it 
I don't know. I'm I'm rambling. I'm rambling like I do. All right. Any final thoughts on uh, Animaniacs? I don't know. I really hope that they kind of stick with what they've been doing. I really hope it kind of stays meta. And, you know, they stay really aware of what they're doing. And, you know, I hope it doesn't change too much with the season two. I hope it's more of a, or as much a success in season two so that we get season three and four, four and five and six. I hope it keeps going. I love the show. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if they only do the two seasons, it would suck. But at the same time, it's two more seasons that we never had. So yeah, yeah. I hope it keeps going. Um, all we can do is hope and, you know, I think it's pretty good. personally, I gotta say, I'm not disappointed. I was going to say real quick, I thought with it being from a big streaming service, like when Netflix took over Arrested Development, I thought it turned out terrible. I hated the new seasons of Arrested Development. It completely changed the show, and I didn't think it was very good. I don't know if, if that was so much Netflix as just all the car- all the actors and stuff like that it had so many different schedules and complaints. Like yeah. so certain ones couldn't work with each other and things like. There was a lot of like you know what I'm saying though. Fighting, like it just yeah. it changed so much, and you're like, it's not even the same show anymore. Yeah, and they, so I was did a reboot, right? Yeah, or, yeah. I I was worried about with Hulu and being a streaming service and them redoing Animaniacs. I'm like, oh god, they're gonna change it so much, but they didn't. And so I was like, oh oh, it turned out great. You know, this is what needs to happen when a streaming service takes a show and takes over pretty much. And like you said, Hulu didn't really do anything for Animaniacs. They just own the rights now they just funded it <clears throat> which is enough they they were smart enough to know uh people want it they were smart enough to know we're not going to stick ourselves into this and yeah just get get the old people and have them do mm-hmm. it right let them, them enough money let them do it so we don't screw it up and you know ruin it and yeah. it turned out great personally. they were they were smart enough to say hey people want this let's get it back and give it to Steven Spielberg, who is yeah. smart enough to say, "Hey, we need the original people. Let's get them back." And then, if they didn't but, get, hey, we need <clears throat> new updated writers. If they didn't get Tress McNeil and Jess Harnell and Rob Paulson and Maurice Lamarche, yeah, any of like main just, five, it, I think. It just, I don't think it'd be the same. You know, you can't have someone else do Wacko and it sound the same and. Dot has such a unique way of going from her little high-pitched voice to just Tress McNeil talking and her singing. If you had someone else do it, it's just so different. Mm-hmm. Those They have so much talent in yeah, the way they the do time, the internet trolls, That's the time to complain is when, yeah. when they do it wrong. And, I mean, I'll, I complain. I, I'll admit it. I complain when stuff changes like that. But it's one of those things where why why mess it up if you already got it right, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. If they had taken, you know, if they had remade it and didn't bring back everyone they had, and, you know, the talented Tress McNeil was like, I'm not doing it, and they still did it anyways, I'd have been like, ah, it doesn't work. Yeah. But, Maybe it, maybe I'm overthinking it, but in my personal opinion, it's one of those things where you have to have the right people. Because, like, even if they got Rob Paulson, something would be off because you wouldn't have Jess Harnell, Harnell and Tress McNeil. You wouldn't have that special. Even if you got two out of the three, there'd always be that thing in the back of your head being like, "Yeah, 
That's right. That's right. What? Like if Rob Paulson wasn't able to do it and you heard Wacko and Dat sound the same and then Yakko was getting at everybody, you know, was done by someone else, he'd be like, That's, what? No. Yeah. It's kind of like South Park when uh, the guy who played Chef left, they killed him off because no one else is going to play Chef and sound the same for anyone who knows South Park stuff. It's kind of just doesn't work. Although one thing that I did think worked when they changed the voice actor was, have you seen the Ninja Turtles that came out like in the 2012 area? Rob Paulson played uh, Donatello. I can't remember who played Mikey, Leo, and uh, Raph. But halfway through the, shot, uh, the show, the guy who played Leonardo left, and Seth Green came in and did Leonardo. And it's clearly a different voice, but it works. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it sounds completely different, but at the same time, I wasn't like, oh, no, you can't change it because Seth Green is amazing. Seth Green is super good at what he does. And so even though it sounds different, you're like, oh, you know, that works. It's it's a different thing because they're not rebooting it. It's a whole new show. Don't mock me. I was wrapping it up and you went rambling. Well, again. I know. <laughs> I, well, I had that thought that I wanted to fit in and I couldn't think of how to fit it in naturally in the middle of our show. But So we'll have it at the end. Yeah, this is Aaron exactly. speak saying, thanks for listening to Soda Pop. This is Jake. Stay carbonated, everyone. Before we call this video an end, I just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up. We do have a Twitter account. So if you want to tweet at us with some suggestions on episodes you would like to hear from us, tweet at us at SodiPopCast. That is S-O-D-I-E-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. Just send us a little tweet on Twitter um, and let us know what you'd like to hear. And of course, always give us a follow and it helps a lot. Thanks. Stay carbonated.